0: Welcome to an episode of Duct Tapes, Quick Quacks. I'm your host, as always, John Hoppenthal. I have been pretty busy with projects lately, and that combined with the fact that I don't have any interviews lined up um, has forced me, well, not forced me, but kind of made me decide to make these new Quick Quacks episodes as a way to still feed the rabid. Duck tapes fan base. I hear the two of you. And don't worry, I am not going anywhere. Uh, there won't really be any format to these episodes. The only identifying characteristic is that they will be short. Uh, I guess probably a secondary uh, identifying characteristic. How did, did I say secondary funny right there? Isn't it funny when you say a word and in your head you realize that you mispronounced it or pronounced it just weird and you keep moving on in the conversation and you know that everybody else heard it but it's just awkward to acknowledge anyway uh what was i saying oh uh, another characteristic that will surely uh come out of the woodwork will be that these episodes will inevitably be unsatisfying so Hopefully you can hear my children screaming in the background. (coughs) Uh, Adding to the fact that I am very busy with work, I also have two young children who, for the last few days, have been under the weather. So that is super fun, too. Running noses all around. So if I sneeze in the middle of this, that's why. See, aren't these episodes great? So far I've talked about nothing of interest but something that i do want to talk about that i think duckheads everywhere will be interested in is a library called rematch which i am currently in love with don't tell my wife (laughs) um so rematch makes using redux easy and enjoyable and i cannot say it makes using redux easy and enjoyable again because let's be honest while redux is great it was never enjoyable it becomes easy after a while but there's just so much boilerplate and so many things that you have to do um, to accomplish basic results that uh, it just gets tiring after a while so I was recently introduced to rematch on a project at work and it essentially lets you write redux without the million lines of code that you would typically need to do something basic like increment account in your store Uh, there is zero boilerplate your reducer actions and types are all combined into a file called a model and a model contains your state your reducer and actions all in the same uh, object and actions are redefined as something called effects uh, which are async methods Um, that you can define on any model Um, it makes it really so already right already this sounds super cool Um, you don't need a file for actions you don't need a file for types you just need essentially to rename your reducer file as a model and then add your actions as a third argument of your model object Um, and some of the cool stuff that I really like Is that it makes it super easy for reducers to interact with each other. So within your effects That are in every model you have access to the entire root state and That means that you can access another models um, State as well as another models actions So for example, if you had two models, you know one called user and one called I don't know coupons Say you're making a coupon app right and so your coupon app can show coupons to all users and then a different subset of coupons to users that are logged in so what would happen is you would launch the app your coupon model would fetch all the regular coupons and then sometime later within the app if a user logged in using the user model you could dispatch an action to fetch user coupons and then action would be defined over in your coupons model and you don't have to import anything you just uh, dispatch it from your user effect you have access to all other effects and state all across your models it's super duper easy um on top of that there's some really helpful Uh, default plugins you can import and enable one is a loading plugin which once enabled uh, adds a loading property to your store and within that loading property there is a key for every effect that is defined across all of your models and within each of those effects in your loading property in your store it has a loading boolean so now, any component or any effect or anywhere in your app, you can access whether an async action is in the process of functioning. <laughs> uh, I'm eating my words there, but you know what I mean. Um, you can detect if anything is running um, just by using this loading plugin. And it's to use it, you just import it and add it as a um, property on your store that you define. There's nothing else you need to do. And it automatically adds the new effects as you define them. So once you enable the loading plugin, that's all you need to do. Um, every action that you write now will have a, uh, a key within that loading plugin. And they also have a persist plugin that makes it super easy to uh, define what parts of your store you want to persist, which is super cool. Uh, let's see. One final thing. Um, Rematch makes it simple to integrate with TypeScript Uh, with a few lines of code. You can define types for your store and actions and those types will dynamically update as you update your models. So once you type in these few lines of code um, anywhere within your app, when you start typing um, like root state dot user dot it'll you know, autocomplete, what your properties are on that model, it's super duper cool. So I will link in the show notes to the Rematch library. I highly, highly recommend checking it out. Um, after using it, I went back to another project that had good old-fashioned redux, and I had to uh, do I had to add one reducer and one property to that reducer, and it was, you know, just more lines of code that I would have preferred. So check out Rematch. Super neat. So, what are we? Oh my God, we're already eight minutes deep, and this is a quick quack episode. Oh my gosh, isn't this fun? So, uh, one other thing that I want all you duckheads to know about is my favorite Nirvana song. Why do I want you to know? Well, because Nirvana has been my favorite band forever, and my favorite song from them is a song that I feel like is probably uh, not super well known and definitely underappreciated. It's a song called D7. Uh, It originally was released on a six-song EP that they sold during their 1992 tour in Japan and Australia. So initially it was very difficult to get access to this song. Um, The EP was called Hormoning, if anybody cares. Uh, And it contained, I think, four covers and two original songs. D7 is a cover. Uh, The original band that put it out is called The Wipers. But like with many Nirvana covers, they took it and and sort of made it their own. Um, I really love the song for, I mean, a multitude of reasons. I've heard it 100,000 times at this point. You know, I've been listening to it since I was 13. Um, It starts off with a really haunting, uh, sparse, and and pretty slow opening guitar riff. And the singing is uh, very restrained and quiet. And you kind of think, like why, why is Nirvana releasing this song? They're sort of known for being uh, loud and angry, and this is just not what I would expect. And then at one thirty-three, mark that time one thirty-three, uh, Dave Grohl just starts building this crescendo on his cymbal, and you just know that this song is about to go insane. And I love any song that. Um, has an initial melody and music part that's played quiet and slow and then ramps it up and makes it nutty. And that's what this song does, like to the nth degree. So it's great. You know, they just start playing it like a punk song. And uh, Kurt Cobain's, his wail after the gnarly guitar solo is arguably one of his most visceral on record. Uh, it always blows me away. And you can just feel the anger uh, seeping through the speakers. And for the remainder of the song, while he's uh, singing, you can hear that his throat is a little bit shredded from that wail. And it's that sort of intensity is one of the reasons that I fell in love with Nirvana. Um, the lyrics, while they are not Kurtz, um, are still similar to what a lot of Nirvana songs tended to do, which was have sort of ambiguous lyrics that somehow uh seemed understandable if that makes any sense um you just you can sense that the lyrics are about uh feeling alienated and different and why that isn't a bad thing so yeah check it out all you young teenagers out there (laughs) that are listening to this i know there are none of you um, uh, let's see. Oh, I guess building off of that, I also just finished a book called Serving the Servants, which was written by Nirvana's manager during their short three years of being the biggest band in the world from um, 1992 to 1994, which it's always so crazy to think about that they were really uh, only famous for that short period of time before he killed himself. Um, it's a super interesting look. Uh, behind the scenes of what was going on in Kurt and the band's life so if you are into Nirvana or the grunge scene or music history at all I highly recommend picking it up it's a short breezy read um, and there's a lot of really good stuff in there okay well that's it for quick quacks uh, what do you guys think of this episode? tweet at me and let me know I will keep doing these episodes regardless of what is said just because I want to keep putting out content and finding people to interview is not as easy as you would think. Hey, if anybody wants to be interviewed, let me know, tweet at me about anything, tech, music, I don't know, cooking, whatever your hobbies are. I'll talk to anybody that is, and I don't mean that to sound desperate. I just mean uh, this podcast is fun. So let's get some more content guys. Wow. That sounded pretty pathetic. Alrighty. Thanks everybody. Follow Duck Tapes FM on Twitter for a maybe bi-weekly tweet. And then follow me on Twitter at John. <laughs> powered by visit. Quack, whack.